Hello, welcome to Shamonis Talking. Tune in for talks and interviews about art, magic, modern occultism and other related topics. Coyote, Coyote the Blind, I'm honored to have you here today. And uh, I'm calling myself, I'm naming myself Shamonus, which I will probably in the in the dialogue of this uh, podcast, I will probably get the opportunity to explain how I've gotten to this to this different to this uh, uh, name, if you want to call it name. Um, my name is Armin, and uh, I'm a photographer, I'm an artist, and uh, today I'm a podcaster. And uh, the reason why I want to talk to Coyote the Blind is his system of uh, teaching. Um, you correct me if I say something wrong, but I call it system of teaching is called the telling. And what especially... What especially uh, intrigued me is that you call it a Toltec telling, okay? But before we get all into this, wh why don't you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and then we take it from there. Thanks. Well, hello, hello, uh, Shamanus. Uh, my, my name is Coyote, Coyote. Uh, my benefactor, uh, a Toltec uh, elder, of the Yaki and Nakandon tradition, named me Coyote when, when I started uh, my apprenticeship with him in 1995. Uh, I, I had seen him first in a, in a dream at a time when I was traveling with, a, with my, a good friend to El Salvador and I was attacked by a creature that Bit me here in the back of the neck, and uh, I, I was, um, I was hallucinating. I, I was, uh, I was driving. We were driving down the coast of Mexico with a high fever, and you know, almost dying. It turns out that I had just contracted tuberculosis. At that time, I didn't know it at the time. But one moment, there was a moment of a respite in the in the in the agony, uh, and I found myself in a cave with an an old uh, with an old uh, Indian who told me to uh, to ask him for the initiation of the army. He said when I met him in the human world. He told me he, we were in a volcanic temple in the sixth sixth world. That's what he said. Came back and I I got treated for the tuberculosis and I spent one year in in a severe depression. I I I felt like I I couldn't make contact with what I was looking for. I spent a year until I saw him again. And and then we, we the second he saw me, he starts talking about a mushroom trip. He draws a cave and he says, when one takes the sacred mushroom, one enters into this cave, into the underworld. And, and he starts describing something that had happened to me uh, a few years before that in a cabin next to the ocean by the big surf when I... I took uh, what was called uh, at the time, what has been called by Terence McKenna, a heroic dosage of mushrooms. A heroic and dosage. A, a heroic dosage of mushrooms. Okay. And, and I entered this underworld and my consciousness was completely obliter obliterated along with any perception of the world. Uh, you don't need to go into the details of that journey unless you want to at some point, but uh, but I had not 
found anyone that could help me understand what was happening. And at that moment, he begins to describe it. Right? And they asked me to translate for him from, in, from Spanish into English because his translator had not shown up. I said, yeah, sure. I started translating, you know, and, and he would talk about this journey and, and then pause to have me translate. At the end of the talk, People would come to me and thank me for the translation. They said, oh, I could feel the, the heart in, in your words and you were translating so well. Until one, one lady asked me, so how many indigenous languages do you speak? And I said, oh, I only speak English and Spanish. She said, no, 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 but indigenous languages. I said, I, I don't speak any. And she said, no, but you were translating well. And say, so, oh no, no, he he was speaking in Spanish and I was speaking in English. Sometimes in our in our languages, our languages, our Spanish has been infused with indigenous concepts and words and all of that. And then somebody, one of his students who was an Apache elder, said to me, No, he said, he was talking Spanish, but then he would switch. I I, I saw him switching into Nahuatl into into Lacandon, into Mayan. And I said, no, he wasn't. They said, no, he would switch and then he, he would smile and look at you and you just kept on translating. So, someone told me Cachora, his name is Cachora, my benefactor. Cachora was testing you to see if you were translating from the heart or with the head mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and say, so, well, I, I had no, no notion of that, right? Yeah, but yeah. after that, a few days later, I contacted uh, one of his students and I asked him to take me to see the grandfather. And we drove down to Mexico in Tecate to his, to his lair. And, and, uh, and I, asked, uh, I asked him when, when he came out, I said to grandfather, I, I want to help you in your work. I, I didn't know. I couldn't ask him for training. I couldn't ask him for a teaching. I just said, I, I want to help you. And so he he closed his eyes. And when he closed his eyes, I saw this, this sun in the horizon behind his forehead. And everything else seemed to have just melted into this <laughs> odd, clear white light. And And he said, from now on, you will be known in our tribe as Coyote. So he named me, and I started uh, seeing him for uh, two years until he sent me away to accomplish a few things on my own. And so, uh, and so, oh man, that, that's that's a, a very long and boring introduction. So that's why I'm Coyote. I love it. I love it. Because it is bringing, for me, the aspect of not searching, but finding. This is actually something, this is actually something Picasso said. I'm not searching, I'm finding. Okay. And, um, and then I like to build a bridge straight away to a saying from Rumi that says, what actually, what you're actually seeking is seeking you. So those two things are in in the way I work with this uh, with um, I want to call it my method methodology with herbs and 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 uh, shamanic medicine things like this that I've came across. Um, the, those are the two things I've I've always liked to put forward. I'm not yeah. searching. I'm finding. And what you're actually searching is actually what you seek is seeking you. Okay. Yeah. So eventually I came to the point where I said, I'm never answering two questions. I never want to answer where do I get such and such or how do I become such and such? Because this is what annoyed me a lot when people said, well, where did you get this feather? Where did you get this? Crystal, where did you get this frogs, uh, whatever, instrument? I said, can you download me the music? Can you give me this? And people are so thirsty for these things. And they come uh, um, they come to people who can actually uh, bring them a lot further than they actually would think in a weekend, you know. 
but they end up doing a whole process in a weekend. And at the end of the day, they're only interested into the materials. And uh, this is this is a virus that's going around, but I don't want to start it off on this foot, sort of like judging or negative way. It's just something that reminded me of like, this is what brings um, a, a, a long, deep connection into life is if things happen just organically without someone having to ask for this or they can like you said can i be your teacher can i be your student whatever if this if the student is ready the teacher will appear and we talked in in another context we talked about this before the recording when we said it doesn't matter if we have five listeners or ten listeners you know but we probably just leave it up to whatever whatever goes out there. Whatever goes out there will be out there. And 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 uh... you can you can think of the entirety of the of Western civilization to somehow have started with uh, just just thirty uh, uh, pre-Socratic thinkers, and 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 then the, the the essence of philosophy and the questioning gives rise to uh, to the moment when we have a functioning mature science just 30 people it, it can can give rise to a new to a new world a new civilization yeah. Yeah. the the thing of the thing of searching is that what searches the part of us that searches can never reach the other side it, it's like the story of Moses that spends uh, 40 years in the desert. Uh, of course, I'm speaking, I, I always speak of the Bible as a literary device. I, I never get into the argument of whether it happened or didn't happen. That doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. What matters to me is that it's written. Yeah. And as it is written, uh, th there is this character named Moses who spends uh, 40 years going around in circles to cover an area that could be traveled traversed in one week <laughs> so uh why because the, the the entire generation of of tribal uh people came out of egypt had to die before the new generation could emerge mm. from the desert and and you know uh found a new a, a new way of living and thinking and and, and doing uh, and moses himself cannot see the the new land so uh, so as a as a metaphor for oneself i always read every sacred book as a mirror of myself i never see it as a racial uh, story or or a, a picture of the world i i see it as an epic poem where I can see myself. And so and so the part of us that searches the other side cannot get there. The one the part that is thinking as a human being that's measuring uh it, it's always going to see everything in utilitarian terms in in what it can do for me and me in that context is always always a personality in me. I, I conceive of that, of what people call a search more as the, in, uh, as the uh, mass of an object, the mass of a rock, which is always, always seeking in a way, which is to say always, always inherently moving towards the center of the earth, always being pulled by that gravity. Uh, the rock does not search the ground when it falls. It's simply, it's simply pulled by its own nature to where it belongs. Same with the water. It's always flowing, always following its own nature. And that is the real search. That, that is something beautiful what just happened because while you were um, mentioning the rock that is being drawn to the center, I was 
already one step ahead thinking about a rock that is actually sinking down in a flowing stream. Okay. And then, then you mentioned the water aspect of it as well as a flow of life. And um, well, one thing though, let's not get too complex about um, these philosophies because I know you have a master in philosophy and I want to keep it simple. <laughs> yes. Because yes. I'm, I'm just a, a, a regular, everyday, normal guy, okay? And uh, But I'm an adventurer, okay? I have done my share of traveling and um, I've, I've done crazy stuff, okay? It started all when I was, when I was 15, I wanted to, when I was 13, I wanted to be a stuntman. And when I, want, when I was 15, I wanted to join the French Foreign Legion, okay? And uh, crazy things happened since then, okay? Yes. Eventually, I, I, I have to, I have to correct you about something. You used yeah. to be an ordinary normal guy. Now you are a very famous podcaster <laughs> with at least one person listening to you. I, right I there, think so. that's a rumor, but let's. Keep, let's <laughs> <see>. <laughs> the point is, Coyote. Um, I know a little bit about you because it's the nature for me, of course, to find out. Um, not to have a script. What am I going to ask this man? What is going to, what, what is going to, I, I want it to evolve. I want it to just evolve out of the dialogue. But uh, why don't you tell us, uh, we know about the coyote aspect of your name. What about the blind aspect of your name? Why is it coyote? Uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky uh, shared a story with us once. Uh, in a, in, I, I met him in San Francisco, and he shared the story of the uh, the, the the topo. The topo. Uh, what, what is what is a topo in English? Is that that animal that moves underground? Uh, um, uh, a mole or a mole? A mole. Yes. Yeah. He he tells the story of a mole that was was uh, digging underground seeking the light. He heard about the light and he kept looking for it. And one day, it, the the mole emerged from the surface and and he he came to the light of day and he saw the sun. And when he saw the sun, he was blinded by the light of the sun. And then he decided to go back down to tell others about it. And, and so he comes back and he's unable to see the world as it was, as he could see it before, because now he's immersed in this light. And, and so I am, I am blind because sometimes I, I fail to see the world. I fail to see the uh, the the sorrow that that the Buddhist claims is in all existence, and I, I see existence, yes. and, and I I see it as as being pure joy. I, I I see pain, yes, and but but suffering is a mental thing. Pain is real, and it's part of life. And also, I have picked up one very interesting aspect that I was also wanted to really bring into this dialogue you said in one podcast or in one of your teachings I I, I heard you saying sometimes no more, all of the time the things you are telling in that sense telling you don't think up it's just like you you it's a teaching okay yeah. so so uh, you learn by these tellings by yourself. You have an, you yes, you do have an audience. You do have uh, uh, people listening. You and and like now, people are inviting you for podcasts and 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 asking you for uh, information or things uh, that that you have to share. But at the same time, you connected this with the blind aspect. You said you, said you, you sort of also in this telling, in this teaching that you're doing in the telling, you're blind. Is that right? When, when, when a telling is happening, I am barely there. I, I, I catch uh, glimpses of movement, possibilities of, of words and all that, but, but it's flowing. Yeah. I, it's flowing. 
And, and at the end of it, uh, while, while it's flowing, something is being created. So I, we have called, some students have called this, this, uh, this telling the, uh, the sound that makes. It, it's building a chamber where together we, we, we go somewhere, we are transformed for a moment. And then, and then it's closed. The telling gives you, gives us the, uh, the triggers that need to be triggered, the buttons that need to be pushed, the, the, the magical formula for dissolving the barriers of this world and navigating to somewhere else. Something is built and then something is closed and we're back. And uh, none of that is planned. I have no planned, no topic, no structure. What I do have is a body and a nervous system that has been trained in, in philosophy, in poetry, in art, uh, in, in, in science, in, in magical formulas. But while this is happening, th those are like, <laughs> Uh, they are part of the of the muscle memory of this body, and that's and, and then the thing happens. And that that is uh, something very intriguing to me because now I can puzzle together um, sort of like similarities to what I went through in the in the past 14, 15 years. When you talked about uh, that um, that you were driving down the coastline and you were fiber uh you, you had you had a fever um fever how do you say trauma or something mm -hmm. i was going to ask you it, it was it was probably coming maybe you uh yeah well let's call it not a, a near-death experience but you were in a different realm is that right you were in a some you met your teacher you met your master in a different realm and because yes um, I hope I'm not going to overshare here with a lot of things because I can feel there's so many things I want to share. This is why I started this idea with the podcast. I want to bring people uh, here onto the program where I, where I can feel the synergy, you know, and this is because you, 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 you just, your presence and your talking and telling is triggering the things that I have experienced myself. And I was always thinking, I have to write these things down. I have to write a lot of my uh, experiences and working with this medicine and working with these shamans and, and, and doing these things and, and, and all, all that things. But I don't want to write it down. I want to I want to I want to bring it in context. I want to bring it in context in a dialogue where there's yeah. synergy uh, evolving out of that, okay? And, and, and synergy that you're speaking of, you're, you have already become aware, as I have, that we're really communicating not with these words. These words come out as a, as a follow-up. The, these words that we share are like the remnants of the communication that's already happening in another space. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why that's why we have a shared like we are one being, one being, one hand with two fingers, uh, expressing what is already in the mind, and that's real communication. Very true. Very true. And and I I um I also shared this uh, aspect of your tellings. That something that of course out of this nature that we were now uh, touching on the surface, you know, we can now derive the fact that a lot of things that are being talked about in these in those tellings, they're just happening. They're not thought about. They're not read about before. They're just happening. And this is what experienced uh, to me after I had a car accident in uh, on a Northern Irish. I was I used to live in Northern Ireland. And I had a severe car accident on January 2nd, 2008. I flipped my car. And I, I walked out of there with barely a scratch, barely a scratch. But the car was wrecked, completely wrecked. Okay. 
And uh, it was funny because I was brought into an ambulance and they drove me to the county hospital. And the woman in the ambulance, she used to say, you're so blessed. You're so blessed. You're such a blessed gentleman. You're so blessed. And I'm like, and she and she and she was like uh pointing this like flashlight in my into my eyes, and she was looking the pupils at uh, the, the the iris, and she was touching my spine. Nothing, nothing. She was touching my neck, not even a whiplash. You're so blessed, you're so blessed. And uh, but I know. Like you, like the thing is what you said earlier. I walked out of this hospital after the police came and took an alcohol test, which was negative. I wasn't released, and I walked home. I went to the train uh, to the gas station. I bought some chips, crisps they call them in in Ireland, and uh, some soda. And I walked home. I took a bath, and then I got into shock. Yes. I walk. I went out. Of, I went out of the hot bath, and I lied in my bed, and I was shivering shivering like someone would be shaking me and then the shock came and from there on that what that that's what you reminded me of earlier in your introduction from there on i had nightmares i had depression i i didn't know anything about post-traumatic stress i had no idea because i never go to doctors i never had to i went i went to see um a doctor and I told him I had this accident, but nothing physical. You know, it's just that suddenly I have nightmares, and I'm like, that's unusual. I, I, I'm a, I'm a happy dreamer. I said, you know, during the day and during the night, I'm a happy dreamer. And he says, well, we've got pills for that. Well, that's the Northern Irish, that's the United Kingdom medical system. And he says, he says we got pills for that. And I'm like, well, I never took pills. You know, maybe some aspirin, but that's it. I never took pills. I never had anything serious in my life. You know, I won't do that. And I walked out and this whole doctor's visit was 20 minutes. And then it happened. Three months later, for some miraculous coincident, I had my first ayahuasca experience. And that was the medicine that I needed. Yes. I had an out-of-body experience. In that accident, I had an out-of-body experience. And my soul, I know now, I didn't know it then. I know now, 14 years later, almost 15 years later in January, my soul was elevated to a new level. And now the coming 10, 15 years, even still now, where I'm now, now I'm pretty cool with it. But the last 15 years were just an ordeal to, to get myself psychological uh, with my psyche and with my body and with all the tension with panic attacks with all these things i had to go after the level where my soul was already you know and it was a true adventure okay let's talk about the medicine plans yes, yes. i think that's a good cross crossing over to that subject okay they are our teachers and we'll talk about yes those teachers. definitely definitely okay and uh, so thanks for the first part, and we'll be right back. Thanks, Coyote. I'll see you in a minute. I'll send you the link. See, you. see you in the next episode. Okay, welcome back, Coyote the Blind. This is part two of our uh, podcast, Shamanus Talking with Coyote the Blind today. And uh, we had uh, our first part was more or less introducing ourselves to our audiences, audience and uh, we ended up with, uh, yeah, going to a very interesting subject. And this is called, uh, to title it, the plant medicines or the plant spirit allies. I think we both agree on that description, which probably puts it on the spot. They're allies. You name them. I think you do name them allies as well, right? They are allies, but and, and they're, they are teachers. See the... The plants have been on this planet way before the human being was in this planet. And way before the animals, the, all the brothers and sisters, the four-legged, the winged ones, the two-legged ones, we came to this planet way after the guardians of the planet. We call them guardians, all the trees and the plants. Why? Because they have the task of keeping, maintaining, and, and nurturing the ecosystem. And the old trees, the big trees, the grandmother trees, they understand 
they understand ecosystem better than any other animal in the planet. Uh, every animal has has an inherent uh, need to to survive, to eat, to to reproduce, and, and the species looks after itself. There is a competition going on. But when it comes to the trees, they are seeking not only their own survival, but they are conscious of the ecosystem. And these grandmother trees, they are they are distributing through through uh, through mycelia, through uh, uh, mushrooms, fungi, insects. Uh, they they send signals to other plants, to to animals, to birds, to, and and they they took they take care of the environment. They are our guardians, and they have a wisdom that is connected to knowledge not accessible to the even to the racial memory of the human being. If you if you think of the trees and the leaves, they they receive signals from they they receive light, not only from the sun but also the stars at night, and they know how to transform this light into oxygen, into into sugars, into carbohydrates that, that feed the planet. And some of these plants also have an intelligence that comes from somewhere else. Uh, the, the sacred mushrooms, which my people called it Teo Nanakati, or the flesh of the gods. Yeah. They yeah. came from space. And we we eat it, we eat it, and and they become one with us. It's not just yeah. we getting high and having great ideas. It's rather uh it's rather a union and a collaboration between two species, one with human intelligence, the other one with cosmic yeah, intelligence. Yeah. Can I add something? Can I add something to this? Yes, please. please. Um, also very interesting that you call it the flesh of the gods because I used to do the ayahuasca for myself. And then I came, I, I, then I moved from Ireland, eventually 2009, I moved to Switzerland and people in Ireland, I used to do it with the Santo Daimi church. You might've heard of them, I suppose. I have. The Ayahuasca yes. church in Brazil. I used to do it. Yes. It was a very, it was very attractive to me because I was born and raised Catholic in Southern Germany. So I, I loved the idea of having those aspects and the shamanic aspects and the Umbanda, the African, all that, all that syncretic, you know, I loved it. And um, here also. Say again. I'm, I'm also connected Daimista. to the Mayombe. Okay. So like the Ubanda of the of the I African see. lineage. I don't I don't even know how many podcasts we'll have to do before we got everything covered, <laughs> Coyote. Really, I I but I knew this is how it's going to be happening. I knew that. Yes. That's so. Let's stick to one thing at a time. Yes. Um, <laughs> Because so many things you're triggering by what you're saying, because this is just, you're running open doors, you know, here. This thing is, eventually, the mother, the mother ayahuasca told me, stop, okay, come to an end. This is the short version now. I could elaborate now, but this is a short version. Yeah. But I already knew there's harmala, peganum harmala, the rue. The root. I, I already know there's this plant of the Orient and the desert and 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 the plains of of uh, uh, of the Persians, and it brings you the the, the myth of the flying the, the magic carpet and Aladdin's uh, magic lamp. This is all goes goes back. It all goes back to this uh, Harmala. and uh, so I began to work with this plant. And the first time. I did uh, a ceremony with this plant where I actually was organizing the group and, and a friend of mine, we, we were bringing the spirit into existence. I was sitting in front of a fire and it was the first night officially working with this plant. At that time, I was really administering it with a tablespoon, with a, with a teaspoon into the mouth of the people and with a glass of water. Today I have capsules, okay, to swallow so we can dose them a lot better. But what happened after we started with the ceremony, 
after a while, the spirit came out of the fire and it looked very andro 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 how do you say androgyn androgynous yeah you know <laughs> exactly and it was always going like this it was always calling me like that into the fire and then so i knew this is the next level ayahuasca has taught me taught me and tortured me yes for quite a couple of years with a lot of love taught me and tortured me with a lot of love but eventually she says finish it here and then I went on and met the spirit of Harmala and I'm still working with this spirit and the reason why I'm elaborating this because you said um, they're allies and they're aliens sometimes the mushroom I, I can relate to an alien spirit but what is very dangerous for me is the ayahuasca aspect is also now in the Western community, in the in the psychonautic community, psychonautic community. The ayahuasca is now uh, being uh, experimented with in forms of anahuasca, an analog ayahuasca, where they take the Mao inhibitor, which I have to mention here now for some people who don't know what we're talking about. It would probably be too much now to elaborate. You know, they'll have to do their homework some somewhere out of this. We'll we'll put it in the notes, whatever they call these notes, show notes. They can research their own thing, but but they have the same um, um, properties. The harmala has the same properties like the, the like the vine, like the ayahuasca kapi vine. It has the same properties, the same alkaloids. So now, now they're doing an anahuasca. And what a lot of people I notice don't understand that you do not have to put external DMT to it because the original ayahuasca in which is the only ayahuasca I, I advocate for is the ayahuasca capi without the chakrona. This all came later. It came later. And there's a lot of traditions. And you probably know much more about it than I in all these years. Because you're a native of this region. And I just presume that now. Okay. And this is how like, uh, I see it. The ayahuasca is the ayahuasca. And there's a, a nice little legend about how some Indians far, far back in time, they were watching the jaguar catnipping, like the catnip, the, the, the little kittens, they like the catnip and it makes them high. And the jaguar in the jungle was chewing the ayahuasca leaves. And they got all, yes. this is the legend. And the chakrona and the additives, which now there's so many recipes of ayahuasca with guayusa tea and mate and, and San Pedro and all that. It has brought out a lot of cultures, but I like to go to the primal experience, to the primal roots. And that's why I now only work with Peganum Harmala in its purest form, ground seeds. And people do experience that. We sit around the fire and they feel like in a circle 50,000 years ago, like where everything is just there and then and there. Okay, you. I'm not a big fan of this ego dissolving the ego and flying out and 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 coming. This is this is for the shaman, coyote. I'm I'm sorry. This is for the shaman. The shaman takes these things to see what is wrong with the member of the tribe, and this is what yes. went wrong 60 years ago when some Mexican hippies went down to the rainforest and they said, yeah, but we too. I want to drink this too. And this is where I think where it started because it was never meant. That, that, what the Western mind keeps missing about this, uh, there's two things happening. One is that they think that everything can be reduced to the effect of molecules on, on the brain. Yes, they make you high, they make you have visions, they, they make you an interesting artist or, or a lazy hippie, the, it, you know, gives you a vision and that's cool, that, that is useful, yeah, but it's cool, yeah. they're missing, cool, it's cool, but, and, and, but they're missing two things. Uh, one of them is that everything, everything is conscious and all magic and all evolution happens as a result of Pacts between 
different beings. We as human beings, we have forged pacts with other beings. We, we, we forged a pact with the wolf and, and they turn into dogs and, and, and our pets, right? Uh, we made packs with some of the some of the oxen, uh, some of the horses, and, and so on. But we have also made packs with the plants, mm-hmm. the sacred plants. Yeah. And that pact is more important than the 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 chemical composition of their molecules. My... So I see I, I see thousands of people taking taking mushroom, taking acid, taking ayahuasca, taking peyote, and all they have is just they, they see colors and they yeah. they have yeah. waking dreams. But when you have a pact, that the, then the ally appears, and the ally is different. The ally is an entity that merges with you, or or who destroys you, or who teaches you. Or, or who helps you evolve. Or if you know what you're doing, you become one with it. Yes, yes. You're just uh, tremendously just talking out of my tongue without one imposing myself onto you. But I can feel this is so right that we started this conversation, not for the benefit of us, you know, complimenting each other or whatever, or I'm complimenting, but for other people to hear that from, because I was talking and talking to people and saying, no, listen, this is not the real thing. This is, this is not, well, I'm coming here to have visions. I'm coming here to have visions. I'm like, listen, okay. I said, listen, I've drank a lot of ayahuasca. Okay. And this entire time I drank ayahuasca, I maybe had three visions and you know what? Two of them, they were without ayahuasca, okay? Yes. yes. <laughs> and the one that I had with ayahuasca was when the cambo frog, after I had two treatments of cambo on my upper left shoulder from a Brazilian friend and healer in 2012, but like I wrote you in in, in before in our conversation in our correspondence, I wrote you um 25th of November 12, 2012, I got my cambo. And uh, we started with the Kambokura project after I had my combo. And in, in between, I was at a Colombian uh, shaman in a circle as a participant, a participant uh, taking ayahuasca. And in that night, after I had my first two combo uh, processes, the frog came and we dissolved into one. Yeah. And the next morning I said, Whoa, that was pretty cool. Wow, awesome, awesome experience. Wow, you should have seen this. Wow, what happened? I was sitting there, this frog was coming. But it took 10 years almost for the frog, maybe eight years. It took, I think, eight years almost for the frog to show me what this was about. It was what, like you said, it was like this this, uh, merging together of spiritual knowledge which is now stored into my in 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 my biofield. This is how I was initiated, and you know, yes. and I told so many people. I said that in the Western world, Campbell is glorified so much as well. It's gonna cleanse you. It's gonna take away your bad energy. It's gonna make you antidepressive. It's gonna. It's gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna. Um, you're gonna be immune against this and virus, blah, 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 blah. This is all healing, big healing, and it's only the physical aspect. I think I'm one of the very few people who talks about the spiritual aspects of Kambo and saying, listen, there's a spirit behind that, and his name is Kampu. No one talks about this Kampu, the spirit behind it. And when you talk to a native of the Amazon jungle, Amatsis, or all their names, or another, also Apache, I was talking to, Pache Tijo. Um, he says, listen, medicine is not something you want, okay? Medicine is something you need when you're sick. And this is the problem with the Western idea of taking this medicine. I want, oh, oh what are you doing, Kambo? Oh, that's something I wanted to do for a long time. I'm like, no, no, it's not something you want to do. 
Yeah? I mean, sorry. And this is too much on the physical aspect. And this is why I find myself so intrigued with the hunting magic. This is where the magic yeah. comes in. The hunting magic is what the main, this is what, it's not, of course, it's 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 good for the people to be healthy. And it, it is the legend, they say, this Asha Kampu, he went to the forest, the Matze showed him the frog, he healed all his people. That's a nice little anecdote, yes. And it's valid and it's legit, of course. It's the legend of shaman, shamanic frog spirit. But what really uh, ensures the survival of these people is that they're connected with the hunting magic. They're connected. They make deals with the souls of the animals. And this is such a powerful frog spirit. He decides over life and death. This spirit, it, and, and if it's if it's only for the body, it's it's very superficial, right? That, that, that's what you're pointing to. the 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 spirit, the being that is behind it, is a being that that uses the ayahuasca, the yeah. peyote, the mushroom, as its physical manifestation. Voila, and. Well. If, if you connect with it, then then it's not something that you want. It becomes something that you endure, that you survive. When, when you really encounter that being, you're not having a great trip. You you are and you're it's not a good trip, it's not a bad trip. It's it's you have to survive that encounter. Mm -hmm. See, in the in the old biblical tradition, you have the story of Jacob who who fights with the angel of the lord all night until the sun rises right and and when he's when the angel is about to leave jacob grabs him and refuses to let him go and, and the angel says let me go the sun is about to come up and jacob says no not until you bless me and then the angel says well what is your name he said jacob and then the angel tells him well, you're no longer jacob now you are israel because uh -huh. you fought with God and endured. And that is what the spirit of the warrior, of the shaman does. We encounter that being and we endure. My, my benefactor, Kachora, told me in 1998, okay, Coyote, now you have to go on your own because you have to do something that you cannot do here with me if i tell you to go to the mountain for one month he said you would die you have to go do it on your own terms you have to find the conditions and i said well what am i going to do he said you're going to take mushroom for one year and with that you're going to invoke the ally so it's not about getting visions it's not about no, no. getting you know enjoying this or that it's it was about using that intelligence to call on this entity and it took me one year of intense intense work where everything around me crumbled my family my finances my health my sanity everything and he told me towards the end he said if when you call the ally and the ally comes you have to have an open and strong mind if the mind is not strong he said you will go insane you would break that that presence is going to break your mind. And I asked him, ah, is there a way for me to know if my mind is strong? And he said, yes. He said, do this operation, call the ally, and if you grow insane, you were not strong. Okay. If you survive, then you were strong. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I called it, and he came. And when he came, oh, he grabbed me by the arm. And, and this angel just infused every nerve and every cell. And my mind was obliterated. And it was replaced by something cosmic. Mm -hmm. That's initiation. That is initiation. Beyond, beyond uh, processes and beyond yes. physical cleansing. Yes. And, uh, yes, after, after the ally came, became one with it. Yeah, I yeah. am. I am the mushroom. Yeah, I. Well, yeah, I can take a little bit. I can take none of it. But when I call on it, 
if you are standing with me in the same room, you also get, you also start voyaging. And that, that's when the telling comes. See, that, that's when the telling happened. Yeah. When, when I did that operation of the ally, because then when I opened the space and the words start to flow, the consciousness gets transformed because, because the mushroom is there. We don't have to ingest it. My words carry the vibration yeah. of the mushroom. And, and that being speaks through me, pushes my consciousness out and the words begin to create. And it, the mushroom, Teonanakat, enters the consciousness of each one through the ears, through the eyes, through the breath, and, and we all voyage as if we had taken the mushroom. We haven't taken no. But we have because it's already part of this. There is no separation. But to bring a little buzzword into this, magic. And magic nowadays is also very much either you find people who are trying to do cursings and, or blessings in some sort of witchcraft or satanic or or wicca context be it white magic black magic whatever you want to call it or it's being brought into context with manifestation for your own goods you know no one ever practices in my experience no one ever i've seen no one ever practicing magic for for some african children or other countries poor people to have Yeah. some better life it's all i want that gucci uh back i want that ferrari so let's practice some manifestation and so i think i think also here we we probably have to go straight to another level of this okay I'm we just... are we are trapped in a dream uh that we call the tunnel the This, this human world that we have co-created, right? It's a dream it, it, and we, have we can turn it into a prison. The, the psychotropic experience has been about uh, loosening up the, 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 the chains that keep you in, in this communal dream, right? But it's more than that because because it's not just loosening and finding a little bit of freedom from the chains of the, of the ordinary mind, you know, chained by religion, chained by status, chained by politics, chained by wrong notions about who we are. It's been about liberation. It's been about healing, powerful healing. And now the... Uh, the, the same forces that have created this, this materialistic world are taking the sacred plants and turn them into a way to enhance the dream. And so everything that, that they do is to change the dream, make this dream better for me. Make this dream, give me a dream of wealth. Give me a dream of power. Give me a dream of magical powers over my enemies. Make, you know, make me a dream where I find my twin flame and, and all of that. Which, or, or even a, a dream of, uh, of, a dream of me flying in the stratosphere and knowing God. All of that. Beyond that, there is the, There, is, there, there are a few abilities that are much better than anything that they, their mind conceives. One is, is the freedom from the dream, the freedom from the chains that keep you trapped in the dream. And, and then there, is the, the, there are the abilities that are bigger than, than freedom, bigger than enlightenment. And it is the 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 ability to have each other back each other's back the ability to be conscious and responsible the ability to give 
of myself, give my life for the benefit of all beings everywhere. When you can do that, when you can act responsibly, when you are trustworthy, when you act truly on behalf of others, then you know what it is to use the sacred sacrament for the healing of others. Maria Sabina was a powerful, beautiful priestess of, of the Teonanacate in San Luis Potosí. My benefactor, Cachora, was her teacher as well, long ago. Right? And, and, and she said at one point, she said that uh, after all the hippies were coming to her land to eat mushrooms with her, she said, I feel like she said that the mushroom was changing. When asked, how is the mushroom changing? She said, she said something that was surprising to me. I thought that she was going to say, well, you have all these foreigners coming here to just take it for fun, right? But she didn't say that. She said, she said the problem is that the mushroom is changing because you have all these people coming from the U.S. and Europe to see God. And that was a problem for her. And when asked why, she said, because the because my nin, my niñitos, she would say my my children. She called the mushroom the children, little children. They were little children with big heads that she would ingest. And they these little children would help her heal, right? She said they want to heal the people. But, but they come for a personal experience of the ego. It is the ego that wants to see God. It is the ego that wants to feel enlightenment. It is the ego that wants to feel powerful. Instead, she's taking this since the age of eight to help others, to alleviate the suffering of, of the human being of the animal kingdom, of, of nature. Similarly, we were put here to, to be stewards of the land, to take care of it, to take care of this body, to take care of each other, and to take care of the plants. But we have forgotten that deal that we had made. Even the indigenous communities have forgotten. Mm -hmm. They're more concerned with politics and wealth. So, Let's let us look at the idea of this teacher plants, not for what it, they can do for me, but for what for what they can do for others. Through me, through you, something else is happening. Something mm -hmm. outside the dream, and in that something else, that new dream that we're dreaming. The heart opens. We, we are human beings that care about one another instead of just trying to get that Ferrari and, and yeah, or, or avoid suffering. That's, that's or avoid suffering. You know? There are ordeals that the shaman, the magician goes through, life threatening ordeals. Okay. I just uh, last month I came back from. A forty-day fast, just water up in the mountain, yeah, cold yeah. and all of that. And if you ask me why, uh, some people ask me, "So what? What were you seeking?" I said, I, "I'm seeking nothing. Yeah, well, there was nothing. <laughs> what did you get? It's uh, well, I can't describe it. It's it's the the world, the you know, every I died, and and something else is here." But it's not something I got. Okay. If anything I got was responsibility. It's it's a charge, uh, uh, something that I need to tend to. That's that's what you get. Sometimes you have to take yourself out, and this is why I like your name, Coyote. I, I I'm very connected to the wolf. I have a husky dog here. You know, a husky. It looks like a wolf. His name is Wolfie. Okay, and. The wolf medicine and probably also the coyote medicine in indigenous terms, you go 
and it's a medicine animal. I mean, not a medicine animal like all animals. I mean, the wolf stands for medicine, okay? Yeah. Like like the woodpecker stands for communication and, and, and all these kind of things. And the wolf stands for medicine. And he goes and retreats and then returns to the to the society and teaches the medicine. And this is what I sense between um, the, the connection between your teaching and uh, the soothsayer teaching. There's a similarity because, like I said, I, I, I used to teach people and train people. And sometimes I would say things I didn't even know two seconds ago. Yeah. Okay. And it's there every day. And this is when you, this is what I wanted to grasp to what you said in your teaching, the magic. The magic, as far as I understood it, is going into your suffering and dissolving the suffering and die, going deep into it. Yes, you weren't saying in this context if that you should do it with plant allies or not. That's another story now. But that's the essence of the magic. Because once you... I mean, this is now um, becoming repetitive because the magic is the suffering and going into the suffering is the magic and the dissolving is the initiation and actually it's so easy it is so easy so actually we have to kind of probably correct i have to correct myself when i say the cleansing the cleansing everybody goes for the cleansing yes but you should know when to stop the cleansing the ayahuasca is a very good thing to open up your body for the reception of spiritual allies and once you have done all the puking and all the perching and all the shitting and believe me i've i've had lots of buckets i put on this toilet five thousand buckets full of puke from people i've seen mm -hmm. it all coming out but you have to know when the when it's finished and you evolve and because the body needs to be plowed it needs to be plowed and cleansed and then that's that's just the aspect when i mentioned uh fasting in my old work people would hang up on me like fasting? No, I just want to do combo. I'm like, yeah, but you can't do combo without at least a proper yeah, fast. Yes. Well, I'm not coming yeah. to fasting. I just want to do the combo. I don't want to, you know. Okay, that's the past. From now on, this talk with you because the time is now already getting close to the end. The talk with you here was a bit of everything. A lot of emotions from my side, a lot of cool coolness from your and clarity and 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 yeah, a, a good sharing on 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 both parts. I want to say, and and we are just the way we are. And I think this is also important for some people who are doing work with people, which you do in your case, and I probably do also again, is to just accept that there's people who love you, there's people who hate you, and there's people who just don't give a shit, okay? And we are here exactly um, to share love, and that's all, not to be misunderstood. I want to share love and wisdom, but and, and, and not in a guru way, and not in a way of like, I know it, and you have to follow me or anything. None of that. I, I'm just here based on the experience and there's people who are less experienced with these things and I want them to come to a place where they can experience it in the most developed way they can get in their in in their uh, level where they are okay yes because this is what my client who told me today confirmed once more shamanus the word shamanus is not just a name it is a field and I was initiated into knowing and doing just one thing I have to light a candle and then the field is opened and this candle will be lit 24 hours and then I work with these people and as soon uh, the the candle is lit this is now a healing place and when the healing yes. is over it's a sacred space we we uh we blow out the candle and then it's over. And then we can eat. And then we can eat again. And then we can drink. And friends and, yeah. and talk and argue and everything. 
be human again. Yes. Yes. So, Coyote, I'm going to stay in touch with you regularly so we can in depth in that idea of whatever will bring our connection now. Yes. We have one more minute on my recording time here. Anything like they do the famous last words in these podcasts? Just remember that we are always, always at the beginning of, an, of the path of the infinite. And all we are is an open heart facing the infinite. That's all we all are. The, the, the shaman, the master, the, the, the teacher, the, the, the beginner, the good person, the bad person, every, every, in every sentient being is on a spiritual path. We're going the same way and we're always in the same place at the beginning. The next step is the beginning. Thank you for listening to Shamonis Talking. Tune in regularly for talks and interviews about art, magic, modern occultism and other related topics. Please subscribe to this channel. We will be back soon.